following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to Hats, Tats, and Stats Podcast with your host, EZD, Derek Jaws, Big Diesel, Nick Yelich, T-Wave, Taylor Sekaturski, and Austin Kelm, the Stat Man. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Hats, Tats, and Stats. I, as always, the guy at the top of the thing with the stuff and the thing and the guy and the stuff. Easy D, Derek Jaws. I am here with my main man. We found him straight back from Niagara Falls, somewhere in the bowels of the north towns of western New York after his 20th birthday. This poor little bastard hasn't been able to go to Canada once since he turned 19 because of the state of the world. K. Bobinator, bold claim Ben. He's back. What's going on, folks? Fresh from college, fresh off a of 20th birthday. We are doing it. Bold claim Ben is back live and in living color, and I cannot wait to hear what my man has to say. It's been a minute. It's, <laughs> it's, it's been more than a minute, man. Playoff, playoff uh, football was the last time I was here. Playoff football. You know what? You're like we're calling you playoff Ben. Playoff. We're going to be playoff Ben because we, we're going to be we're going to talk some NHL playoffs that are active and underway here. Uh, but first and foremost, if you guys follow us on social media, you've seen that we have partnered with my main man Ben here and Yelich Graphics. Uh, ben is a budding. Would you say you're a budding graphic designer? Yeah, I think that would be the correct term. Uh, so my man is getting a degree in such. His artwork is terrific. You can buy some of his stuff on certain places, which I will let him plug later. Uh, some cool designs, some cool things. We got, I'm pretty sure one of his prints will be hanging in my garage at some point soon. Uh, and he has been doing a little project for us, his first little pet project for Hat Stats and Stats, which is the, uh, the NFL Reverse Retro Concept Series. Uh, ben, why don't you take us through that how you got the idea and where you're drawing your uh your inspiration from well i'm not gonna lie it's definitely not a hundred percent original (laughs) um but uh one of my favorite websites and what honestly sparked um the whole art thing to begin with was um a site uh sportslogos.net and they got a really good form and a really good community over there and i saw a person doing a reverse retro NFL series, and I'm like, crap, I could do better than this. Like this, <laughs> <laughs> like this is good, but yeah. like I, I want, I want to uh, throw my hat into the ring and see see what I can do with this. Um, and it was just coming around finals week, and I was like, I want to do something not finals related. <laughs> yeah, got to clear your brain piece yeah. sometimes, you know. So, um, and honestly, what it comes down to is just just a little bit of research. Um, researching each team, each like, like I I would say like if if you think about like the Bills one, like you can pull from a lot of sources. Um, a sure. lot or, but then again, you go to the Panthers, and you can't because they have one uniform. So that's the interesting thing. And if you kind of watch, like, uh, so the idea, the entire reverse retro idea was started by the NHL last year. Yeah. And we kind of. Uh, the podcast here did an episode talking about them, discussing them. We posted some things on our favorites. We did a little like fan poll of which was your favorite, and I believe either the Sabers or the Avalanche one, which is the correct mm-hmm. answer. And if you look, like there was a lot of that in the NHL too, because like how do you do a reverse retro for a team that's been around for four years, like the Golden Knights? Yeah, the Golden Knights were. Well, they did. They did some weird AHL jersey. If I'm mis- something like that, yeah. like they like, so the entire idea is that you reverse some colors in a color scheme and go retro. So yes. uh, one of the ones that I was a little 
some of the ones I was disappointed with the NHL was the, I believe it was the Hurricanes. Mm-hmm. They just went to the. To they the just whalers. did whalers, yeah. Like, so either give they could me, have done a red and black whalers. So either give me, yeah. Either give me the whalers jersey in the hurricanes color, or the hurricanes uh, jersey in the whalers color, or or Not like just a because th- Edmonton, just a Edmonton, or the Islanders, which is basically what they have already. Yeah, they which just is did such like, a shame because like yeah. the blue and orange color scheme is great, and there's as, two teams. As your brother would say, there's two it's teams electric. that messed it up. Yeah. It's electric. It's an electric factory. It's an electric factory. <laughs> we call it a powerhouse. Uh, yeah. The so mitochondria, if you will. Yeah. The mitochondria <laughs> is the powerhouse of the cell. <laughs> See, it's educational now, guys. We have a college student on. <laughs> uh, so, interestingly enough, like I said, you look back at those and, you know, you can see the the ideas. You can see the concepts. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like for there were teams that had a lot that they could have done that they didn't. And there were teams that didn't have a lot that did more than expected, which was interesting. And that's one of the things I like about your concepts here is not only when you post them, you not only post them, but you kind of give a a nod to the to the retro side of what you're referencing. Yeah. And then you can see the reversal. So, like, I'm, I just pulled up the Bengals one. Uh, you went with the 81 um super bowl seed they didn't win it was yes. i'm they, i'm almost their afc champions i'm almost uh, positive that wasn't that the joe montana it might have been i'm not sure i'm not the joe montana drive i'm almost positive that's the joe montana drive if it's not that's a hell of a bold claim to come back with so i like it uh but you can see when you compare the concept with the retro uh, photograph that we post with it uh obviously we went from white pants to black pants Mm-hmm. We kept the tiger striping on the pants, which is awesome. Uh, added the white tiger stripes, which I am a huge fan of. Yeah, I originally had uh, the white, white thick stripe with the black stripes, and I'm like, eh, something about this just doesn't doesn't seem right. So I just quick quick reverse that, and I'm like, you know what? That that'll do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you know the obviously the classic helmet is legit. Not that the Bengals helmet has changed a ton of years, but the the way I've done that because they changed they changed the helmet just a tiny bit, the striping in the helmet. I literally took the their eighty one logo, which is their helmet, placed it on top of the helmet and just traced around it. So I <laughs> right and like like listen, it, it works looks great. Yeah, uh, pulling up the the bears, I love the shit tan pants love it because there's there's no other way to put that yeah uh i assume this jersey goes with those god-awful socks that the dudes wear oh hell back. yeah um, hell yeah this is their they did um their 100 year anniversary jerseys and this is their alternate last year they wore white and when i was going around with the bears i'm like well i mean they won an nfl championship but they're lame and the other one was their infamous um, was their eighty five team. Yeah. Um. So and I'm like, well, that's the stuff they're wearing right now. So like, so, how how am I going to change that? So I think that's the most interesting side of football jerseys when you when you look through them. Like their NHL jerseys are a little bit more artistic or a little bit one hundred percent. Like NFL jerseys, like you don't like you might get the name across the front. You might get a logo yeah. of some kind on the shoulders. Like, but for the for the most part, they're just 
plain jerseys with numbers, or, names, and stripes. Or colors. That's a big, big thing. Just solid So, colors. like, NHL especially, like, any team has gone through a number of not just uniform changes, but color changes. You look at the Sabres, yep. they had red and black. You look at the Devils, who had red and green. Well, and there was a point that we had navy blue yeah. and gold, not just, and not, like, or, and royal or the, blue. the Ducks. Oh, God. I mean, they were eggplant and teal, and now they're black and orange. Like, At so, least they went back to the good yeah. logo. So, like, you can literally... It, it's, it's a little tougher with the NFL because there's such a limited... Um, color color scheme that everyone's working with but well because very few teams go full color overhaul like the um like the nhl has with yeah. their, some of their teams and a lot of teams don't do overly like you're starting to now see like some of the more creative side of jerseys with uh the red it's what is it the atlanta jersey that it's either red yeah. and fades to black or black and fades to red which i like it looks better on the field than it does on paper in my opinion um, it, but to, to keep, to keep different. talk, to keep talking <laughs> and, and listen, we're all entitled to our opinion. You're just happen to be wrong. Um, it's the numbers that throw me <laughs> off. That's okay. And, and you and know what? Fine. And it's, it's the one trend that I'm not a big fan of at the moment is custom fonts. Okay. I'm, I am a very, Hey, let's throw a varsity block font on there. That's fair. See, I, I enjoy some of the custom fonts, but it depends on the font. So yeah. when I create our jerseys for the high school, I use, uh, it's called Crayfish AF, Oh, I, I do believe. like that one. Uh, it's actually the, what the Titans use. Yeah. It's the Titans font. And I've actually noticed recently in the last couple of years that I'm pretty sure two or three other teams is, at, is it the, at the high school. Is it just the Titans um, like letter font, not yes. the numbers? Yeah. Yeah, because um, their numbers are... Something I, different. Yeah, they they like try to go like more Roman with it, which in theory I thought was good, but in practice it was a little off. Yeah, I see. Like it's I, not as bad as the old Tampa Bay alarm clock numbers, but that's true. Uh, I like my lettering and my numbering to match. Yes, hundred percent. I'm, I'm very picky about that. So it's about consistency. Absolutely. And I look at it like I said when I when I create the jerseys for the high school. That's that's the font we use because we're our our mascots the the legends. It kind of goes along the Titans line. They use swords. We have swords yeah. in our logo. Whatever. So that's what I use. And I've started to notice now, like two or three other teams at the high school have used that recently, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to your reverse retro concepts here. The thing I like the most about your Bears uh, is the helmet. That classic three stripe meat in the middle on the back. Like uh, that's. That's old school NCAA stuff. Oh yeah, I love that. It's not even that uh, Wolverine claw either. That, no. that's like a step before the Wolverine claw. It sure is. And that's that goes back to um, the leather helmets. I mean, in all reality, what that is, it's the stitching in the leather helmet, and diff- some teams would just throw a different color on those. Right. Um. So yeah. I just. I just pulled up your Panthers one. And the thing, and this is what I appreciate about your creativity behind this. Um, the two the two stripes down the middle that tail off, which I believe was actually part of the helmet of this era that you used. Mm-hmm. With the the black jersey uh, of the, that is the Jake DeLome era, correct? I'm, uh, yeah, that's their, that's another uh, NFC championship I, season. I love that you reversed the stripes on the shoulders. 
It's yeah, very it was, small but subtle detail. It was a tough one. I'll tell you what. <laughs> the best part of this jersey is the powder blue pants. Yes. Like that Carolina mm-hmm. blue in the pants, I think. Because you very easily could have went with, like, and you it would have been exactly what they had, just a little, like with some reversal to it in the shoulders. But by changing this to the powder blue Carolina blue pants, I think it makes the jersey just head and shoulders that much better. And I... I, I am a big, big proponent that the uniform as a whole makes, like, it, it includes the pants. Yeah, definitely. Pants are a huge thing. And that's, um going back to that form, that's that's a big um, conversation piece is what pants is a team going to wear? Um, I'm a, not, I'm, it's, it's an unpopular opinion, but I'm a really big white on blue for the Bills kind of guy. I like the blue pants for a way. I do too. Uh, but everyone likes the white on white. But I feel like that's just, it, what, it gets too lame. White white on white is very classic. Yeah. Uh, it's very clean. Especially now that you play on turf for the most part. So the, the white on white stays white on white. It stays white on white. You're yeah. not seeing white on white with different paint colors on it because the paint yep. isn't dry enough on the field yet or you're, you're covered in mud or whatever. So but that's most, a uniform. That's a uniform we haven't gotten yet with the white face mask with, I, with blue pants. The, the bills officially going full time to the white face mask is Power the move. best move they've ever made. Yes. Um, Which it, and there's always certain people. So now like when the Sabres went to Royal blue, they're like, Oh, we need to bring back the goat head. Well, we just went to Royal blue. Like relax, people. But like the, the goat head was the worst jersey we ever had. And then no, sorry. Oh, come on. I, sorry, come I was on thinking now. the slug. I love the goat head. I, I'm again got a ton Nostal- of dust and okay, a lot of baseball. But nostalgia does a lot because I was watching some highlights with the slug on it. And I was like, you know what? Mm. They're not that bad. I don't, <laughs> I don't love the slug. The slug is factually the worst one we ever had. But um, but it was the same thing with the face mask. The Bills face mask is when we turned to white, people like. Well, if we have the option to change face mask, we could go blue or we could go red. And now everyone wants the red helmet. It's like, folks, meet no, in the middle here. The, the white helmet is the move. I, I um, always said that. And you know what? It It's about 50-50 between the Bills fan base to go red or go white helmet. But I'm a big white helmet just for the fact that I grew up in the drought. And majority of the drought was... Watching Trent Edwards or J.P. Lossman in that red helmet, and it was brutal. Right. Listen, I believe the NFL should allow teams more than one helmet color. Yeah, they're they're going. They're trying. So for like, it's like, and I don't, I don't want to see a team in a different color helmet every every week, like, like, like college. Give, yeah, no. Give me two or three weeks that like, like I have to designate. Like, okay. I'm doing, yeah, I'm that's, doing my red helmet. That's, and you only get two. You don't get five. It's a rule they've been fighting um, for years. And that goes back That goes back. It's a perfect segue to what I was trying um, originally to say with the Carolina Panthers concept, and it was really tough, was the fact that I'm trying to make these concepts as practical as possible. In other words, the helmet color needs to stay the same helmet color. Right. So you, so you like, have to use the current helmet yeah, color. Yeah, I have to use the current helmet color. So I can change the face mask, I can change the decals, but this current helmet color needs to stay. Yes. So when I went into the Panthers, I'm like, other than just making a gray jersey, which I could have done, I was like, I was thinking about making a gray jersey, but I already did that for Atlanta, and I was like, I I don't know if I want to do that again. 
So I went into it and I'm like, I'm just gonna reverse all the blue and reverse all the um, silver. So like, the collar itself was blue originally, and I changed that to gray as well. Um, but that's something I can't do on the helmet, which um, is is honestly the reason why I went with for the blue pants. But I mean, anybody well, and, and anybody can go into Madden and change the pants around as well. Right. But like I was always big on black on blue for Carolina. I think it's a clean look. I agree. Um and that's actually one of my what I do play Madden. That's one of my favorite things to do is every once in a while I'll do like the Bills color rush red pants yeah. with the blue jersey. And, to, and and either and like either the red or the throwback helmet. Well, just and, just to look like a CFL team for and, a week. And there you go. And that and that's what I did with my Bills one is that I I wanted that red alternate with the red standing buffalo and i do that all the time when i play madden i throw the throwback helmet on when we have the color rush the best part of this look because i have the bills one pulled up right now the standing buffalo is a legendary logo just absolutely if we went back to that full time i wouldn't hate it uh, we it, have two timeless logos. Yes, because I love the current logo, and I, I couldn't imagine timeless. never seeing it. And that's but. that is that is the dream of any graphic designer to make a logo that is absolutely timeless. And we have two of them. Yes, uh, I love that you matched the AFL anniversary striping on the shoulders. Oh yeah, uh, that is clean as shit. And I like, I definitely like the look of the red on the white pants with the the dual stripe or the triple stripe on the pants. Yeah, I. I thought about going blue, thought about going red, but honestly, um, if you listen, if you're going retro, what whites the way. Re- retro football, whites the way. Retro football didn't do a lot of color on color, yeah. so or opposing color on opposing color. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Ravens look. First off, the Ravens crest B with the wings is a great logo. It's underrated. It's as a hell. great logo. Uh, Don't get me I, wrong. I love the Raven with the B in it, but like, I would put that logo on a hat. Like if I if I were to buy a like a, I don't care if it was purple. I would buy a purple Ravens hat with that logo on. Oh, it. Oh yeah, because I'm a hat guy. They had this jersey for one year, one season. They had this jersey for, um, like, with like the '96 the way, one. The way the word Ravens is written is just. It looks so it, like I love it, this, man. This jersey looks like Ray Lewis is going to eat my kids. Yep, yep. And, and um, that's what I like. You could put anybody in this Ravens jersey currently and make them look like a oh, badass. Like, this, this is this is the Ravens team that is going to make Joe Flacco elite. Oh well, let's stop that there. He already is elite. Was elite. Sorry, not anymore. Joe Flacco is elite. Was elite. Question mark. Was elite. Um, but that old Raven, um, also on the shoulder, the one with the wings wide yeah. open, I'm, I'm just partial to it. Cause like, I would have liked to have seen you put that logo on the side here. Like yeah, the, the NFL, uh, the, one. the Nike and the, the, the crowd, yeah. just do an extra one or just toss it up top there. Cause fit it in the, there. Like just, I just, just put a lot of work in tracing that logo too. So, oh, oh, for sure. And like, just cause like, just by looking at it, you sit there and you say like, that's something to be appreciated on this jersey. That's a lot of the other jerseys don't have yeah. right now. Like of what, of what we've released so far, that's one of the ones that like a lot of jerseys don't have is that extra shoulder logo because most of them used stripes, and it's partially because the Baltimore Ravens are a fairly new franchise. Yeah, I mean, 
They're not a new franchise. Yeah. They were. The they were. Colts. They were. Or no, they were the Browns. Browns. They, they were, were the Browns. I, that one confuses the yeah. shit out of me. Um, yes. Honestly, the reason why I like that Raven logo so much on the shoulders is um, that's we're in the era right now, and we've been in the era of the head logo. Yeah. Like the animal head logo. We have, I believe, five birds in the NFL, and only one of them has a wing, and that's the Falcons. Yeah. The Cardinals, the Seahawks, the Eagles, the Ravens. Yeah. And then... Why am I missing one? Who'd you say? All right. Falcons, Ravens, Eagles, Seahawks. Seahawks, Cardinals. Cardinals. There you go. Yeah, you said all five. Okay. I just knocked my microphone over. It's We're good. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I want more creativity out of the NFL. I really do. Uh, and... Going to your, I believe, the alphabetically speaking, Atlanta is the first one, correct? Yeah. So looking at the simplicity of your Atlanta jersey, not to breeze over the Baltimore jersey because it's mm-hmm. fantastic and we could talk about that one for hours. But, I mean, this this Falcons logo is so simple. It's white lines with, a black, with black film. Yeah. It's a very beloved logo. It's so clean, though. And on this particular look. So I don't believe that gray works unless you're doing all gray. Yeah. The exception is black pants. You can't. I don't think you could do gray pants with a black jersey and have it look as clean as this. Mm-hmm. But if you do. And again, this is what this is to me where the pants make the make the look. Make the look. So the black pants with the two red stripes and the one gray stripe. Going into the gray jersey with black lettering and uh, red outline just makes the jersey look so crisp. I love it. I'm a firm believer on you can't have three separate things, uh, three separate colors. So like either either, either the helmet needs to match the pants, or the helmet needs to match the jersey, or the pants and the jersey yeah. need to match. And two two, two things have three. to have the same color. Two have to have the same color. I think I think it's a little awkward when you have three of different color. I mean, which the uh, you can pull it off. I and, mean, and, the Bills and you, and, and you did. The Bills in, went in red designs. helmet, red helmet, blue jersey, and white pants for a time, and it worked. But like, I'm I think when you're talking about consistency and a uniform and a uniform look, you I really strive for that two two of the same color. Well, and so you pulled it off with your Carolina look with the. The blue pants, the gray yeah. helmet, the black jersey. But again, it's when you look at that, okay, so if we were to wear this, if, if Carolina were to wear this, what would their other jersey be? Well, it would either be going all, you would have to go all gray, right? Yeah, that, that was the other thing that I had. And I was like, well, I feel like the only team that I really could have pulled off the um, pulled off gray jersey for would be the Falcons. Yeah. And so in that instance, like, You'd have to go all gray or all blue. And I'm not going to lie, a gray jersey with a gray helmet, not That's too a much. good look. That's too not much. a good look. I agree with you. Oh, I lied. That uh, Atlanta wasn't the first one. Arizona nope. is. Arizona was the first one. Yeah. Uh, that was a very simple one. Very simple, but very, again, very clean. Again, and this is where you get you know Arizona, three stripes on the shoulders. Arizona is also another really weird team when it comes to um, uniform history. They don't have much history. 
right. majority of their time in Arizona or when they were called Phoenix, it was just a number. And then they had the state flag on the shoulder. And then they went to the mess they have now, which is still that Reebok. Which we listen, it's 2021. They went to Nike in 2012 and they're still wearing a Reebok style jersey. I don't know, man. It's Arizona. I don't make the rules. Those people are weird. You can go to a Bills home <laughs> game in point. Arizona. Yeah. Taylor's done it. <laughs> it's weird. Um, but, yeah, this is a very clean look. Uh, the white pants, again, with the matching pants and matching helmet. The Cardinal on the football. First off, I think it gives you a glimpse of where the current Cardinals logo came from. Yeah, it was... Um Definitely, it had a different head, but and a different football. But that was that was the logo. So you kind of updated the. logo? I updated the logo, yeah. Which I probably for the best, because the one thing you don't want to do is you don't want to create a new jer- a new version of an old jersey and have the logo not match the yeah. the cleanness of the jersey. Like if you have this like sloppy design from back in the day when things were hand drawn. Oh yeah. You know now you have the. The, you put so you and that's again like the reverse retro like so you put the modern head on the retro logo and it works yeah before before factories and internet was a thing Which, and, I, and everything was hand done I think the best part about this is you could actually take the football out and Definitely. still leave the cardinal as a pretty cool looking logo yeah I don't know if it would fit on a helmet though that's why like so I'm looking yeah. at it, it like it looks a little big for the side of a helmet, uh, especially. I don't know. Like, does the NFL have like rules on like sizes of things? No, I didn't. Think I mean, so. that's that's another thing. You think about um, when the they had the alarm clock numbers, Tampa Bay. They had the huge um, flag on the side, and I mean, it came. It almost touched the other flag, right? Or the Seahawks. I mean, the Seahawks go. They touch in the back. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I mean that would be cool. Like if you just, I mean, really, you could put that bird, the fucking whole side of the, the damn helmet, like down the ear flap, like um, cool. like a little Boise Boise State kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now now we're cooking with gas. I I am fired up to see the rest of these man. I mean, we got a long way to go. I mean, we're on B. And there's what, like what we got like twenty eight more to go or something yeah, like that. One, two. We are 7 through 32 right now, which I'm pretty sure if I did my calculations right, we should be pretty close to the season by the time this is over. So we're going to be adding Nick to the uh, thing here, but I, I texted him the thing to get in the house and he's not looking at his phone. There we go. He's looking at his phone. Now he's looking. Okay, we're good. Here we go. All right, guys. So we're going to be adding. We got a uh, nice play-by-play over yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're going to be adding Big Diesel to the mix here. He uh, got out of whatever he had going on and got here early enough to get it done. So uh, he's walking in the door, and he's going to sit down, turn a mic on, and join us. Yes, sir. Yeah, there he is. Uh, and you know what? That's perfect timing because we are just about to start some uh, NHL playoff talk. We just got done that. just got done rolling through the uh, Ben's reverse retro look, and here we are going uh, 
Let's start some round one talk. Please. I also, I don't know if it's been mentioned yet, but uh, Jaws going suns out, guns out today, and it's a little intimidating. Listen, <laughs> I just needed to say that. Ben's wearing the hat. I brought the tats. Your job here with the NHL playoffs is to bring God, the stats. stats. You're the Dang stat it. man. Today. Oh, boy, that's that's a tough role to play. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I'm versatile. You know, we're going to review the film and adjust. Got to. Uh, so looking through things here. Uh, trying to see who has. So we got a Bruins Capital series that looks like it's tied at one. Yeah, I I watched both of those games, and um, honestly, the series could probably go either way. I mean, it's going down. It's going down to the wire. It's going to overtime every single yeah, game. Yeah, back like, to back OT games. It's it's really anyone's. That's electric. It's really anyone's series. And it's old time hockey. I know we we said it last time, but these two are. They got they got a little bit of the goons on their squad, you know. They got kind of the goon line, but they also have tons of talent. And Tom it's, Tom Wilson single handedly is going to bring back grunge hockey. Sometimes you got to bring back grunge hockey. Like the whole. I hope ordeal, Tom Wilson gets me hired by an NHL franchise. The whole ordeal <laughs> with the Rangers right before playoffs that is what is going to bring back enforcers. At bare minimum, it proves that there's still a need for them. Hundred percent. Especially oh, fighting needs to get out of the game of hockey, does it? <laughs> Joe Flacco's elite. Hey, listen, listen, you know, I, I love that. You got to sometimes police your sport. Absolutely. You got to send a message. Uh, I forget who I was talking to, but somebody looked at me and they said, hey, have you caught any playoff? Or did you catch the game last night? I was, I'm pretty sure it was the first game of the series. And I was like, no, I didn't catch it. And they're like, dude. They're killing each other. Like it was just oh, hit, yeah. hit, hit, there hit. There was a there hit, was a moment hit. I I was watching the game two and there was about a three minute span. There was five penalties. Like they were just going nuts. Well, they, they, they saw each other eight times in the regular I know, season. You they, know, and here we are. They got into the there was a scrum in front of the net, and I'm pretty sure they called them both for roughing. But like. I mean, that's, that's a they, cop out by the they, official. Come they on, were, yeah. they they were mauling each other. There was some cross checks in there. There was some slashing. There was some hooking. There was some tripping. There was all of the above. Was there any spearing? I don't know. I don't, I don't like think that. so. No. I don't think so. I think the last that's spearing incident bolt. we had was uh, the Leo Komarov versus Pasternak at the end of the year. Okay, where Jack Edwards went ballistic. Screw you, Jack Edwards. You yellow teeth motherfucker. Wow. Big Diesel coming in hot. Yeah, so uh, Big Diesel came here, and we instantly went from a nice PG to PG-13. Hey, listen, i got to bring <laughs> up the energy in this place. So uh, when this podcast used to be on YouTube on the video machine, which maybe we'll do a reverse retro episode, and I'll bring you two Ooh. on, and we'll do a video. But yeah. uh, uh, I used to be able to do magic cool things and be like, and change the TV rating from you know TV-17 to TV-MA. And uh, that was fun. It was a nice. good time doing that. It took, it took forever, but <laughs> yeah. I did it. Um, so for, so far before we move on anything, uh, looks like f- there's been 10 games, 10 playoff games so far, four of them have gone to overtime. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's a tell to that whole, we've seen you nine times this year. We know exactly what you got. You know exactly what we got. Yep. And at the same token, um, I, miss, I they're not high scoring, but they're kind of high scoring. I don't, I don't know. Look, if, if you're getting a three, two playoff game, that's pretty high scoring. Yeah, like three, two, four, three. Anything like like in how, terms how about of a, betting, how about a one nothing win for Minnesota? Yeah, that yeah. was a well, that's 
That I that's mean, flurry. Yeah, I was gonna say I mean, low scoring, but flurry. oh my god, Cam Talbot and Flurry were just. Do- like, I mean, I was like, sitting in your garage and I yeah. was showing you highlights. Showing me highlights, and literally three of them made me go, "Holy crap!" And he's not a young guy. I mean, no. he's but he's looking like he's back in his prime. He's looking like. But you know what that reminded me of? It reminded me of the 2012 Kings, and it was Jonathan Quick versus Agni Debaka first round. Yeah, and they just went toe to toe, and it was okay. Who can score the first goal? Because it's probably really, going to win it, and it's still exciting to playoff, watch. Playoff hockey, playoff hockey in all reality is literally about riding the hot hand of the goalie. Right. I mean, well, you, and, think and, about that as first. A goalie. Think about that first uh, Stanley Cup by the Blackhawks. I mean, Antti Niemi was right. stood on his head. Stud. Well. I, Half of the whole thing with playoff hockey with goaltenders is you're going to do shit and try shit. You probably wouldn't do like week six because if you get no. hurt doing it. Right. It's everything's on the line. Now, yeah. Though. Like, like, listen, if I throw my shoulder out, throwing my glove behind my back to make a save and my shoulder goes out and I'm out. Fuck it. I made the save. and But I'm going to try. I mean, these guys are also playing every other day. I mean, they also exchange goalies. Um every once in a while for different games, but they, these guys are playing every other day. Yeah, but at the same time, like, they know that's the whole thing of there's two seasons. Every every NHL goalie who's been in the playoffs, and I'm pretty sure there's not many who don't have playoff experience in there right now, they know, yeah. listen, if I get hot, I'm playing every other day, and it's going to be let's go win 16 games as quick as possible. Yep. Sometimes you got to win 16 games. Someone's got to win. Someone factually has yeah, to win has 16. to win 16 games. Uh, and it was not the Buffalo Sabres. They did not get 16 <laughs> wins on this. We don't need to bring that up. We do they not didn't, bring they that They didn't up. get it in the season. Oh, boy. Uh, so that game, game three of uh, the Caps-Bruins is tonight at 6.30. And then starting at 8, the Preds and the Hurricanes get game two with Carolina leading that series 1-0. Yeah, that that is the only series I really feel like is oof. Like, like Nashville just doesn't have the horsepower to keep up with, with Carolina. They just don't. The Battle of Florida is... Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not oh, jump. Okay, let's, let's not jump. Okay. All right, all right. Bro. Right. There we go. There we go. Make bro. a comment on the Hurricanes Preds, right. bro. All right. Here we are. Anybody, it's anybody my that job you're, to that push you're looking out for? Pecorino is too good right now. Pecorino is too old is what it is. <laughs> it's unfortunate because he was a stud, but it's kind that's of... A, me, that's, it's like, it's that's like that's Mika Kippersoff. old comment. You know, like Mika Kippersoff at the end on Calgary... Dragged him to a Stanley Cup final, lost. Same with Pecorine, and now it's like, okay, buddy, uh, yeah, it's time. Yeah, <laughs> well, they don't have the star power that they used to have. Right, the Predators. They had right. their window. They hit the that window. That window. That window closed. hit. Well, yeah, that that shut tight. Yeah, I mean, I, what was that? Pecorine was on a tear in two thousand. I think 15. 15. Yeah, that was when when, uh, they had um, Subban as well. Subban, Yossi, Ellis. Like that that blue line was stacked. Yeah. Uh, Then at 9 o'clock, there's a lot of of hockey today. Oh, Uh, yeah. 9 o'clock, the Jets and the Oilers kick off game one. Yeah, because Vancouver and their COVID pause had to finish some regular season games during the. Fucking uh, Vancouver. I don't really want to blame Vancouver for getting a like Brazilian style COVID variant and going down. You know, I, um, I blame Canada. That seems like a Canadian that's problem. fair, but I, I certainly can't blame the Canucks. Uh, and that's you know, what you get for playing up, in the communist nation of Canada. They they ended Sorry, up Canadian friends. They ended up not like having any relevant games, but it's just funny. I know you you retweeted a meme where it was like three dragon heads of the playoff games and then the clown face with the Vancouver Canucks game in the background. Yeah. Cuz it was like <laughs> there's great hockey on and then there's the Canucks. <laughs> Is anybody watching this? No. Okay. But yeah, that's why the Canadian teams are getting started later. Yeah. 
So uh, who you guys got in the Jets Oilers series? It's uh, we can talk fresh about that one. You want to go? I don't know to be honest. Um, the, the Jets, the Jets are either really like. Yeah, the Jets could play spoiler. The, the, they could. The, the Jets could be very hot sometimes, and I don't know. I feel like they're a little bit inconsistent. I'll tell you what it is going to come down to. Uh, it's Connor McDavid. No, Connor Hellebuck. Yeah, that's true. It's going to be, is, is Hellebuck, when he got hot in the playoffs and took him to the conference final a couple that's years ago, yeah. yeah, like, he was, he had 940 save percentage, and he's six foot that's five. Ridiculous. So, like, you know, if he's going to stand on his head, you can shut down Dreisaitl and McDavid. If not, I mean, that's... Those are two lines that you don't really, you can't really match up with. No. Like, I mean, Kyle Connor and Shifley are good two-way forwards, but I mean, if they're going to be on the ice against McDavid, come yeah. on, McDavid's going to the crib. It'll be interesting. I, I think, I think lost. the Jets could play spoiler here. I think this one goes six or seven. They lost Patrick Line at the trade deadline too, right? Well, I wouldn't say lost. No, yeah, that's true. They picked up Pierre Luc Dubois, who is actually like Dubois. playing hockey games. Yeah, yeah, he's actually yeah. going on the ice and trying. Yeah, and so like that helps. <laughs> Peter Lucas Dubois. Speaking of which, did you guys see the Patrick Laine comments from Finland the uh, last no. week? No. He he kind of Ryan O'Reilly'd it. He said, "I'm so sick of hockey, I can't play another game," and that was why he's not playing for Finland at the World Championships. Weird. Yep. Lost lost the love of the game. Lost the love of the game. <sighs> That's oh, tough. God. It's tough, but it happens. It happens. Um, Colorado leads the Blues one nothing. Today at ten thirty, game two. Kicks what off. a game two, huh? That one. There was like three fights. Yeah, Bennington, right, right Bennington in the first tried period. To, tried, Bennington tried to get down at the end of the game, and the refs had to like tackle. Right, right in the first period, they went to a pony break, and both of the captains just they there was like about a minute to two minute period where, where the linesmen were like, "Dude, stop fighting! Dude, stop fighting!" <laughs> and then finally, they're like. Listen, it's gonna happen eventually, yeah. so just let it happen. Yeah. Because, well, that was like we're gonna fight. Yeah, they were chasing the guy, and he we're was gonna literally fight. swatting off the ref while he was like trying to engage with his other hand, <laughs> and he was like looking at the ref. He goes, he goes, listen, I'm gonna get my ass kicked if you keep chasing me. Just let us brawl. Yeah, we're gonna fight. <laughs> we're gonna fight later in the game if you don't let us fight right now. So just let it happen. Sometimes you gotta have a fight. I just love the intensity, and Colorado's such a fast-paced team, and I St. Louis it. is such a grindy. Defense first. Talk, talk about windows. The Avalanche are in their window right now. The Avalanche are in their window. And they, the window they, is factually and, open. And they need to hit. Right, because last year their window was kind of open too. They were in the Bills situation, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like where they were kind of ahead of schedule, they, but they had that young team. And now they, they are young Now team, it's expected. you got to make a run. Like otherwise. could is, is this the most talented Avalanche team since the pre-lockout team? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. without question. Yeah. Good to know. Because if you don't know, now you know. Uh, now we're finally going to get to Ben's Battle of Florida. Because who doesn't love a good battle for the most irrelevant state on the planet? I hey, love man. I on. Love, Arkansas I, exists. I, you're <laughs> telling me that's more relevant than Florida? Yes. Hey, at least Florida gives us me. Arkansas, if you're from Europe. Uh, so France. Florida Panthers at Tampa, at Tampa Bay. Tampa leads the series 2 nothing. You know what? I've never seen fans in the in the arena for a Panthers game until I turned on that first game, and I was like, "Wow, they actually care about their hockey team." No, no, ish, I mean, no, no. no so all all that is <laughs> is Florida saying, "Ha ha, we can do this to other, yeah. to other states." That's yep. all that is. That's yeah. Florida just doing Florida stuff. Bro, they don't care about hockey. Like I was going to say, care they care about looking at the rest of the nation, going. <laughs> 
Like how here, when the Bills were bad, Tops would give out free tickets to the family zone. Like that's what the Florida Panthers are doing to try to fill their no, arena. No, the governor did it. it. No, but that's what I'm saying. It's, ah, like, okay. it's like you go to the local supermarket and they're like, hey, do you want two tickets to the Florida Panthers game? Who are you facing? Tampa Bay? I'm yeah. in. Hey, it's playoffs. Right? <laughs> hey, man, it's kind of hot. There's ice. It's a little cool in there. Cool. I mean, they're fair weather fans, but they showed that with the Heat, too. They, you know, when the Heat were good, they they show up, and when they're not, they, they couldn't care less because there's other things to do in Florida. Yeah. That, that whole thing is just very interesting to me. Um, just Florida hockey in general. I mean, you've seen I mean, it. Tampa, the, Tampa, the teams are good, though. They are. That's, that's, they that's are. the well, interesting say, the part. The Tampa fan base is actually pretty solid in the NHL. Like, I can't complain. They always showed out, even when Tampa was not super great. So, I, I think the interesting thing is when you, like, watch a Tampa Lightning, Tampa Bay Lightning, like, Stanley Cup parade, it's like Buffalo's St. Patrick's Day parade. Yeah. If the Sabres or the Bills ever won a championship... The city would burn. Yeah, no, the entire. I mean, Tampa's the, like, we hey, we big, did some stuff. We have a big like suburb area. The entirety of the suburbs would be in the city. It would yeah. just not be. A I good mean, situation. I'll say this for Tampa, man. It's it's Florida, and the fact that they had that many people supporting hockey and always showing up. Like I it was again. I'm not going to complain about that for a southern market. There's so much to compete with. It was. I agree. It was and, Tampa's and year last. Especially with like baseball it's, and it's, all that. It's just fun for me to make fun of it. Tampa, yeah. No. Florida. Fair. So it's wait. Tampa hockey won last year. Tampa football won last year. I'm, baseball was close, right? Yeah. Didn't they lose? Ba- baseball had a because my buddy had a he had a series, he had a future right? bet uh, before the season on the Rays and was riding that, Love and that. then got super depressed when they lost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the Rays. The Rays lost in f- six. To the Dodgers, yeah, yeah. So I mean, the 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 Ra- Tampa's had a good run. Tampa, Tampa, Tampa has had a good Tampa run. Tampa sports just came out of nowhere. Well, <laughs> Boston moved down there. Yeah, yeah. Tampa, uh... the Boston of the South. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh boy! I don't think uh, anyone wants the Boston of the South. I mean, if you're winning <laughs> championships, I'm sure people will sign up for it. I can I can see the commercial now. Your cousin from Boston in Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, game three tomorrow night, seven o'clock. Penguins Islanders. What are your thoughts? Crosby's a stud, and I hate it. Yeah, I just wish he wasn't such a bitch. I know because like he had that one-handed deflection. I was like, okay, that's just disgusting. There was the one, but play, he's such a pussy. There was a one play Sorry, where he it's probably not. <laughs> there was a one play where he um made a save, like the guy um. Jari was totally out of position. It was a cross crease, and Crosby just like put his whole body on the line to make the save. It was ridiculous. Because it's playoff hockey, yeah, bruh. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I I was and have been a Crosby fan on and off over the years. And I usually become a fan when I see things like that. And then like the next highlight I see, he's like crying. Like a dude, like like he's he takes an like a LeBron James style flop, yeah. and he starts crying. He's got a reputation. Period. It's like yeah. Jesus I mean, Christ. I mean, all real talk. Like Connor McDavid is the cooler version of Sidney Crosby, hundred percent. Oh, well, there you go. And uh, he doesn't need, have that cheesy mustache that Sid had early exactly. in his career. Sometimes you gotta have a cheesy mustache. Well, like Austin Matthews' cheesy mustache is funny. Sid's is like, oh God, he's gonna touch my kid. Jesus Christ. There's a difference in cheesy stashes. Am I wrong? No, no. You can pull it off. You can pull off a mustache or you can't. And there's no in between. Right. And let's. There are maybe 
maybe seven people on the planet who can actually pull a mustache off. Just a mustache. He's not one of them. Landon you're, you're, McDonald. You're probably not either. Or is it Landy? Landy McDonald? Yeah. The, La- the Flames? Yeah, the Flames. Uh, Atlanta you ever Flames. seen that guy? No. Look him up right now. Hold on. Yes, he's a hockey legend. Dude, yeah. You'll love this guy. I can't wait. Uh, speaking of the Islanders, though, big Matt Barzal guy. Big Matt Barzal guy. And I I hope who, that he gets the better Crosby here. Who am I looking up? Landy McDonald. Landy McDonald. Uh, I don't know if we're butchering his first Oh, name. God, yeah. It's yeah. Lanny. L-A-N-N-Y, Lanny. Lanny, sorry. Uh, that, yeah, he's he's on the list. What a beast. The, he's on the stash list. Love, yeah. The list. Love the tweet. Love love the stash. Like, uh, listen, and that's what it, that you got to commit to a mustache. Right. That's commitment to a mustache. Definitely. That's like friggin' uh, uh, better than Tom Selleck's. Like Tom Selleck is up there. Uh, the, uh, the I old, think that's better the old than Menchu. Ranch. Who's the dude from the original Longest Yard? Everybody knows. Uh, Burt Reynolds. Yeah, Burt Reynolds. Yeah, Burt can rock a stash. Uh, again, the old man from the ranch. He's yeah. Oh, he's got the um, sick voice. He was yeah. also in Ghost Rider. Yeah. Yeah, he's in a ton of shit. I can't. I, can't, I, I, I never. Can't I can never name. remember his name. But we all know exactly. Yeah, he does who dodge we're commercials. About. Yeah, yeah. We're all, yeah. We're all on the same page. Yeah, it's Barry. Barry McCockner. Oh God, what's his fucking name? It's gonna piss me off. I'm gonna look that up while you guys talk, some talk leaves, about leaves Habs, and that's the that should be a pretty sure. Yeah, the last fuck one. both teams. Okay, I mean, fair. Like, I definitely hate both of them. But uh, would you rather have the French win? Yeah, absolutely. I don't trust the French. No, I, I see what they hey, do with their fries. Hey, it's weird. Hey, you know what? If if we get down to this, it's going to go to game seven, and they're going to call a truce. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. They're going to throw up the white flag. Yikes. Um, yeah, got, but seriously, fuck the Canadians. The guy that we were looking for, his name is Sam Elliott. Yeah. Sam Elliott. Yes. Yeah. Good guy. Local guy. Yeah. Community guy. Gives back to the kids, you know, does some volunteer work. I do think that the Leafs probably smoke Yeah, the Canadians in like five. The Leafs are really... They're kind of a wagon. The Habs are young and they don't have they don't have the, the no. firepower. My thing here, I'm torn because, you know, as for mentioned, you know, the French. <laughs> Fair. But golf, Leafs, golf is my favorite saying on Twitter ever. Like when every year when the Leafs lose or get eliminated, yeah. it's just golf, Leafs, golf, and I love it. Do they got nice golf courses around the Ontario Toronto uh, area? Yes, they do. Interesting. Uh, if you drive up the old uh, the old Peace Bridge there, up the old Queens Expressway, when they QE finally Dub, open it back up, when they finally open it back up, every single exit between here and Hamilton, the other side of Niagara Falls, I guess you'd call it Hamilton, St. Catharines. Yeah. I mean, it all runs into each other. Yeah, yeah. basically. Uh, every single exit has at least two golf courses. That's electric. They also have like three wineries and one Jesus sign. Jesus loves you, just in case you were wondering. And so. and full tilt nudie rippers. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously. Come on. Free healthcare. Full tilt nudie rippers. <laughs> free healthcare. Love yeah, that. the rippers up in Canada, like their, their, their Tuesday night crew makes like our Friday night cruise in Buffalo look like fucking hags it's bad well i mean yeah but i still love my buffalo girls local girls yeah community girls yeah exactly yeah. keep the money in the community you know circulate it. it but it's worth more up there 
Well, yeah. You literally get more bang for your buck. Correct. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's, you, it's you, not a competition. You, you don't know, at the that same you're not time, old enough. At the same time, like, I'm not swimming across the Niagara to get over there right now. I mean, I could be if they will let me go across the border, you know? Right, right. You throw American singles, that's it's a lot different than throwing a I want to throw single. a toonie. <laughs> I think that's something different. It's a, a coin. It's, it's a coin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just start just going in the slots. Oh, boy. <laughs> The Yelich boys are here, everybody. Yeah. Uh, nice. l- last series, the old Golden Knights in the wild. Hell yeah. Oh, man. A series tied up at one game tomorrow night at 930. Absolute electric factory. What do you got on this bad boy? Uh, I'm going to make everyone real depressed real quick. The fact that an expansion team has yet to miss the playoffs in their entire franchise, and we haven't been in the playoffs for, like, what, 10 years? Okay, but... I mean, teams literally paid them to take good players. They're not going to do that with Seattle, and like they learned from that. They, yeah. I mean, true. Florida gave them Jonathan Marchessault and a pick so that they wouldn't take somebody else, and Jonathan Marchessault was ripping it up for them the past yeah. couple years. So like that's Carlson. I like that team. Right. They 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 got kind of handed a nice thing out the gate, and you know they're they're working through it. But I I freaking love watching Kirill Kaprizov play. I, I don't know. If I'm the biggest wild guy, I was a wild guy once. I like the wild. Um, again, Kirill Kaprizov. I rest my case. Yeah, he's he's like Artemi Panarin esque, Patty Kane esque. Like he just, oh man, I can't watch. I can't watch enough of the kid. All right, in honor of bold claim, Ben being here, being back. Uh, who's your bold claim for Stanley Cup champion? Stanley Cup champs. Who who hoists the cup at the end? Who hoists the cups? I'm who going, get, who's I'll go the with, only team to win 16 games? I'll go with the bunch of jerks, uh, Carolina, with Rod Brindamore leading the way. Oh, dang. How about you, Bold Claim? Um, I think the Capitals. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, dang. I think, I think there's a lot of young teams that, in all reality, don't have the experience to get it done. Um, and I think that is with the Hurricanes, and I think the Avalanche are in the same spot. I mean, the th- Hurricanes who've been in the conference championship. And that's why it's a bold claim. Let them live. A couple of conference semifinals. Let them are, are they the life. Packers of the NHL? No, because they were young the past couple of years. And you're saying now they don't have experience? Dude, they've been in the playoffs the past three years and made like almost a run. They pushed, they, they took out the Capitals. Almost a run. They took out the Capitals last year when they were defending Stanley Cup champs. Yeah, they lost the Capitals the year before when they ran it. And I, you can keep saying almost, almost, but like that doesn't mean that they don't have experience now, which was your whole argument from the beginning. Almost a run. Almost only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and on prom night, boys. Uh, switching gears. Bill's schedule came out. I am fired the fuck up. Yeah, let's Week one, up. Bill Steelers. Yeah, that's an electric way to start a season. I can't wait to end Big Ben's career in like, week one. I don't. I I was a big Steelers guy growing up, just because when the Bills were bad, they were a team to cheer for in the playoffs. Well, that they, wasn't Brady. Yeah, I was gonna say they were one of the only teams that could push the Patriots. But like, so we had very few options to cheer. But for like now that time. we're good, and Steelers fans are just being annoying, like I'm I'm really against the Steelers. You right don't. Now. You, you we didn't realize how in denial Steelers fans were all those years until like we were at the top. <laughs> Okay, fair. I like that. I still fuck with Mike Tomlin, though. I would play football for Mike Tomlin. Yeah, I probably before, I'll do. say it again. I I want better from him than what he put out last year with that bullshit with Juju and everything else. Like you, you took such a hard stance with players prior to him, 
and it took you seven weeks of juju. Yeah, but do you think that he was like, trying? Hey, dude, just so do you think that he was trying not to have another Antonio Brown? And I think dealing with that kind of ego. I think at some point you just got to look at the dude and be like, "Cut it the fuck out." Well, he or, also, or, or, or hey, hey, wait, wait till we win. I like, don't dance after the I, game. I don't disagree with that. I'll also say something is he was probably seeing if he had any leaders in his team to step up and say anything. That's also you true. know like as a coach you don't want to really have to step in until you have to. You want to see if anybody is going to take I initiative. Think, and I think that's Big Ben's greatest downfall. Yeah, he's not a great leader. I mean, she said no, buddy. You can't be doing that. Like and really, unfortunately, that's the shitty answer. Is like, you know, Big Ben to Juju. Hey, man, uh, it's a bad look, and it's really kind of pissing other teams off, and giving them a little billboard material. Well, could I mean, you, yeah, could yeah, you maybe I mean, wait till after the game? And the answer is no, rapist. Another, <laughs> a, a, another, another time that he was a bad leader. I mean, he openly talked crap about um, AB on a radio. That's true. So like, yeah, that's not our quarterback. He, he our quarterback like would never wouldn't, do that. Wouldn't be Josh. No, he'll never throw anybody under the bus. Wouldn't be Josh. Uh, then we go down to Miami, Miami. To, to meet the Dolphins. That'll be fun because I can't wait to you know prove that Tua still sucks. I I, I love love people who are saying that the Dolphins are going to win the AFC East and all that stuff. And it's like, have you not seen Josh Allen's career against Miami? They haven't slowed him down once. Yeah. The only game he lost was Charles Clay's dumbass drop in the end zone. His receivers. And his, that was Kelvin his, Benjamin, Zay Jones, Robert Foster, and Charles Clay. There was a report that came out just, um, I saw recently on Twitter that was like, uh, Josh Allen asked um, Kelvin Benjamin if he right. wanted, to, wanted to run routes before the beginning of the game, and Kelvin Benjamin said no. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, yeah. But that's like what he was dealing with, <laughs> like, you know? And he he still threw for like 250 and three touchdowns and ran for 100 that game, you yeah. know? Like, dude, Josh Allen owns Miami. He's literally Japanese fisherman. Literally. Not metaphorically. Wow. He goes out off the coast of Saipan. Uh, in the words of South Park, fuck you, Dolphins! Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, then we get week three. Football team. Fitz Magic and the football team come home to the Bills. Electric. I can't wait. Washington's winning the division. I yeah. hate I hate playing Their against is good. Washington I, is going to win that division. I hate playing Fitz against is going Fitz to Magic. Win. Fitz is going to win a playoff game. Yeah, Fitz early in the year, not ideal. No, but, definitely you know, not ideal. Um, we'll, we'll we'll make do. Like yeah. if we I mean, we're a very good team, but like historically, like we've been kind of mediocre to average against him. He's intelligent. He's very intelligent. Like a, a lot of the, like he doesn't see ghosts. No, and we'll, and we'll leave it at that. That's going to be a good game. He's got uh, a drag. Don't balls he, he, will, he will get bold from time to time. You I, know? I don't. I don't rightly care about the Texans game because no. what do they have? They're going to be the worst. Do, do team. the Texans even have a team? No, they're going to be their roster. The their roster is one of the worst I've seen. The uh, the like, old the Browns when the Browns went zero and sixteen and all that. I don't think that I mean, their hey, roster you know what? was worse than we're the going. Texans. We're going back to back weeks of former Bills quarterbacks though. Tyrod is, I believe, their starter. At the moment, at the, at the moment, moment, I think that's probably true. Yeah, because Deshaun's still up in the air. Yeah. Uh, then the AFC Championship rematch mm-hmm. the following week. Then uh, again, Titans another right another, another year of back to back Chiefs. Yeah, Titans I for the Bills. I thought about the same thing. I'm like, uh, that's not ideal. But whatever, man. Listen, you got to win. Bottom line, yep. you got to win. No matter when you play, uh, you uh, win. the Titans hey, really don't scare me. I thought like we talked about it all last year. Last year was such a weird game week lead up, like. And if you look at the Josh and against the Titans before that, haven't had a problem. Yeah, yeah. We hey, we get a long week. Um, 
to prepare for the Titans. Yeah, that's nice. No teams off a of bye this year, huh? That's also That's nice. pretty chill. Yeah. That's pretty chill. Uh, then after the Titans, the Dolphins come to us. Then we go to the Jags. Then on on, on Halloween. Jets. On Halloween, we get the Dolphins. Dude, that game's going to be We get a lot of holidays. Insane. That game's going to be insane. I cannot imagine what that atmosphere is going to be like week one. You bet your ass I'm dressing up like something. I don't know what, but I'm... I, I just think it. you're going to go tarps off for the boys. Tarps off for the boys. We'll see. Maybe paint the head a bit like a football helmet. Get on TV. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I have spray painted my beard before. Ooh. Um, Even better. <laughs> and hopefully the beard will be back in full force by then. It's coming along nicely. Yeah, it's not bad. But, uh, yeah, there we go. The Jags, the Jets, the Colts come baby, come to Buffalo. That'll be a good we get, one. We I, get baby Trevor. Year one. Yeah. Year, year one Trevor. Which I, rookie quarterbacks with our defense don't scare, don't scare me. me? No, solely based on the fact that you're not ready for what we're going to throw at you. you. No, I don't care what your schedule and at looks that like point, before. Like you, you the most complicated defense you will have to read is going to be Buffalo in November. Everyone is yeah. Talking but here's about, my thing: is like, is I don't know if they're going to throw the whole bag at him because they don't have to. That might be a week where they just throw maybe some base coverage flip looks, and it, it's still going to be disguised well. Well, right, but I'm saying is like. I love that in terms of rookie quarterbacks is, you know, McDermott and Frazier. They're not going to throw the whole book at them. They don't need to. And they don't need it on film for when, you know, Mahomes is going to see something. I'll right. talk with my friends and they'll start arguing about how these teams are just going to instantly get better for all these rookie quarterbacks. I know. I but love if, that. And you look, you look at the quarterbacks last year. Um, Justin Herbert's team was not very good. Joe Burrow ended up going out with injury. You look at the year. Both of those teams got better because of those quarterbacks. Yeah. You True. Look at, you look, but the Chargers were also hampered by injuries. Yes. You, yeah. Well, you also look at um, Josh's rookie year. Yeah. I mean, we're not a very good team. The Jets weren't really. Yeah, good. but we were also expected to be really bad. And the Browns. Six the Browns were still. The Browns were still the Browns. Right. The Browns are going to be the Browns to the Browns on the Browns. Anyway. And again, we're having another season. I just want to point this out. We're having another season where we're talking about how Cleveland is the best team on paper in the NFL. And once again, I'm saying you have to put the pieces together because you can tell me that they're the most talented team on paper all you want. I'm not scared of them. Until they get rid of Odell. You don't play the game on paper. Because they're a worse team with Odell. I think they just try to force the ball to Odell too much when he's on the field. But yes, yeah. well, because he's a prima donna. If he doesn't get his looks, he's going to throw a fit. He's unlike Stephon Diggs in that Diggs... Diggs wants his targets, but he knows he's going to get his targets. Odell wants his targets, and he wants his targets. Yeah. (laughs) Odell would never get on the phone and say, hey, they're blanketing me. Throw to the other guys. You'll get me later. Right. the in, one of the more interesting, the two two of the most interesting ones down the stretch here for us are the Thanksgiving game in New Orleans, and two weeks later, going down to Tampa to face the, the reigning defending Super NFL cool. champions. Yeah, there was a lot of talk about that being Week One um, as the kickoff game, but I'm I'm happy to get uh, Tom Brady Week Fourteen. Yeah, I, if I'm, he's gonna slow down this year, I mean, I'd rather have him later. Yeah, yeah, I don't want him if coming, he's coming off down. fresh, but we'll see. Uh, hopefully, we get to him. Then we. But round, I mean, I mean, the Buccaneers, round out with the Panthers, the Patriots, the Falcons, the, bu- and the, Jets. the Buccaneers are a real boom and bust team, though. The AFC South is a tough division this year. There's a lot of tough. I mean, like you're never really gonna pull like an easy division, I guess. If if you're the Bills, because the NFC is pretty decent across the board, except for maybe the North. I mean, but even then, like I mean, I honestly. Will, I wouldn't want to face the Packers with Aaron Rodgers. I wouldn't really want to play the Bears because that defense if, is if nasty. You're looking, if you're looking at all the divisions, well, he might be one of the weakest, other than us. Oh, right. 
Yeah. Patriots are at the lowest they've been since 1998. The Jets are the Jets, and the Dolphins are still trying to figure out what they're doing. The Dolphins are a solid team, and I said it last year too, but that doesn't mean that they're going to push us yeah. to the AFC. Oh, East. I, I was, the, I was the saying the Dolphins aren't going to push us for shit. With Tua. I was saying at the beginning, however, of the season, I do think that they could be a, like a wild card playoff team for sure. Yeah, yeah I was saying they, at the they beginning of the been season, last year, right? Beginning of the season last year, I'm like, watch out, the Dolphins are going to be second place, which I hate because I really do, I really do like Brian Flores, and I like. That's the thing is I look at their moves and like I agree with a lot of them in terms of like I also agree with a lot of the moves Bean makes and I'm like yeah their front office is organizationally a problem if they get a quarterback after Tua. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, they don't have a closer anymore. They don't have a closer but at the same time like if they have a bad year Flores is not getting fired and he can just go and get a guy next year. You know what I mean? They have draft capital if he wants to trade for an established guy. If you want to take a flyer on a rookie – you know, then he's got. That's probably when their defense. He's their, got his last. Their stand. defense have, yeah. has gotten significantly better. Well, and their defense is the reason that they're a competitor. The right. defense is the reason they're a competitor. Yeah. Well, and that's Brian Flores' go-to. You know, he's kind of McDermott-esque in I was terms say, of. It's, it sounds really familiar when you say it out loud. Yeah, but uh, that's going to about do it for us, boys. We're right at the hour mark here, and uh, Big Ben, thanks for uh, thanks for coming out. No Nick, problem. thanks for uh, coming in coming yeah. in from the bullpen, scooting the boot. You know, scooting in at the uh, at the eleventh hour there. This has been another episode of Hats, Hats, and Stats. As always, Hats, Hats, and Stats can be found on the BACBP Radio Network, www.bacbp-radio.com, or on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever the hell else you can listen to podcasts, because I'm pretty sure we're on all of them. Check us out on there. Find us on social media, Hats, Hats, and Stats on Facebook, at Hats, Hats, Stats, or something along those lines on Twitter. Yep, that's at Hats, Hats, Stats. And I'm, we have an Instagram. It's all in the link bio thing down below if you look when whatever you're listening on. You can find us all there. Uh, eventually, we'll have some type of tits back online at some point, maybe. Uh, keep watching out for Ben's reverse retro series and some other cool graphics. And as always, check out all the other cool podcasts on the network, along with my other projects, Tip of the Cat Podcast, Comedy Debauchery, and the Network Sports Talk Show. Thanks for tuning in, guys. As always, we appreciate every single person who clicks and listens to even a short little snippet of the show, and we will catch you next week. Hats, Tats, and Stats podcast is brought to you by Stinger Sports. Stinger Sports makes high-quality, fully custom sublimated uniforms and apparel that will have you looking great on and off the field. Get your custom-made pro-quality gear today at stingerwoodbats.com and put that S on your chest. Use promo code TIP of the CAP, all one word, for 10% off your order. Stinger Sports. Look great. Feel great. Play great. Oh, you didn't know? Yo ass better call somebody! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the BICBP Radio Network proudly brings to you its podcast tag team champions of the world, the Nightmare Derek Jaws, Rotten Jack Gene Williams, the host of Common Debauchery. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you.